0: Welcome to the EQFIT podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. Are you competent what a question, right? There are so many different meanings to that word competency. For us, let's focus on competencies that add value to our life and to our work that give us success and satisfaction. I personally define competency as a resource that you can develop within yourself to provide enhanced outcomes in life and in work. They are the foundational resources you build skills on and may actually be skills themselves. So where do we start when we're thinking about competencies? And I'm sure if you take a minute and think about all the times you've heard the word competency throughout your life, whether it was in school or whether it was in a first job or later on in life, every time you've heard that word competency, it generally will be attached to some kind of measure, which makes a lot of sense. What level of competence do you have in a specific area or a specific skill? That's good. But the problem comes when we start to judge people because we see them as less competent or we look at them and, and we're frustrated by the fact that they can't do it as well as we can or they don't seem to be growing in that competence. But there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of, number one If it's about somebody else, you don't know the vast majority of things that are going on in their lives. So being judgmental is not a great way to approach that. Now, if you're working with somebody and trying to develop competency in them and help them develop their own competencies, that's great. That's what we should be doing for ourselves and for other people. But we do it from a place of curiosity, a place of courage, because it it's a little bit of a risk to try something new. So we need to be in that place of courage and and curiosity and even excitement. Uh, those three are really important positive impact emotions that can help us when we talk about building competencies. So. Let's get back to competencies themselves. Where do we even start thinking about what is a competency or what should we focus on? Here's a few categories to think about. And I'm going to start with one of my favorites, EQ or emotional intelligence. There's a whole set of competencies in there that can really make a difference. As a matter of fact, we know today that the one skill set of any that is the most predictive of success, it is emotional intelligence. Then there's sales. Sales is a set of competencies. Leadership has its own set of competencies. And actually those two are very closely related to each other, sales and leadership. They could almost be interchangeable because the thing that they have in common is influencing other people think about that those competencies come out to equal how much influence you have in sales and or in leadership CQ what is CQ it's conversational intelligence the way that we use language the words that we speak even the types of words that we use and when we use them is all part of a set of competencies around conversational intelligence. And there's interpersonal communication, just the ability to communicate well with other people. And that goes right into relationship building. There's a competency, then there's professionalism. Have you ever thought of professionalism as a competency? It actually is, and there's a whole set of competencies under professionalism, like showing up on time, making sure that you look your best when you do show up, just those skills that are part of that group of competencies. Then there's reasoning, and this is a big one, because call it thinking or call it reasoning, there's abstract reasoning, numerical reasoning, consequential reasoning, logical reasoning, strategic reasoning. These are some of the high-level thinking skills that are so critical to success in so many different areas, whether it's your personal life or whether it's your professional life. These skills cross borders between your personal and professional life, and they can really make a difference. Then there's the technical competencies, and we've heard about computer skills, competencies, and so many technical skills. I mean, even getting in your car today, it's amazing how much technology there is. How do you get your phone to hook up to the car? How do you set the cruise control? How do you I mean, we didn't have these things thirty years ago. Okay, I am dating myself here, sorry about that. But but bottom line, the advances in technology as I'm sure you're aware, are significant. We need to keep up our competencies along with that. And then there's decision-making. That's a critical competency in itself. This is just a, a sample of competencies for life and work. I'm sure you can probably think of others. Here's the challenge with competency, Like most things in life, competency means something different to just about everyone. Even when thinking of the same specific competency, people can vary widely in their opinions of what a good level of that competency is. And why is all of this important? Well, let's explore that. In our personal lives... We want to be able to build competency in things that give us satisfaction and joy. Maybe that's a sport like golf. Maybe that's playing an instrument or singing in a group. Maybe it's serving in a charity or maybe it's serving with special needs individuals. Maybe it's raising kids or helping to raise grandkids. If we can align our personal competencies with our passions, then we can achieve greater success and satisfaction and possibly make the world a better place. For every competency, there is a measure. Many of those come in assessments. Think of being able to take an assessment online and then get deep insight into the competencies that are important to you. Gaining that insight and awareness gives you clarity and confidence to create the best path forward for your personal development. There are so many good resources available, but many people either don't realize that or they choose not to explore their competencies. And frankly, I think that's a huge loss. If you could gain great competency in one area by tomorrow what competency would you choose I'm gonna repeat that if you could gain great competency in one specific area by tomorrow what competency would you choose I'll bet you we can measure that competency now it doesn't really work that way you can't just get great competency overnight, but you might be surprised at how quickly you can enhance specific competencies. The key is to work on one or two at a time, not try to work on six to eight at the same time. So let's shift over and think about work for a minute. There are so many good assessments for measuring competencies in the workplace. To be clear, Many of these are just as valuable in our personal lives. You know the reality is that our personal and our work lives are so intermingled in our minds that increasing competency levels in one will positively impact the other. Just about every role in the workplace has a set of competencies that are critical to reaching maximum success. Success isn't everything, but the more success you experience, the more confident you become, the more joyful and satisfied you become, and it creates a cycle that just fosters more success and more confidence and more satisfaction. So success is an important element, not just for the success itself, but to create a pattern of success and satisfaction and growth and that continues on the more success you experience the more satisfied you will be just as we said and the more confidence you're going to have which continues that cycle here's some things to think about in the workplace leadership sales client relationships interpersonal communication soft skills hard skills project management innovation management there are so many competencies that can be measured with good assessments the measure is the starting point it's what you do with it next that's important from there you can create a development plan succession plans contingency plans so many different things. Pre-hire assessments, let's talk about that in the workplace. Pre-hire assessments that measure competency can make a huge impact on increasing the percentage of successful hires. I wanna share a story with you and this happened fairly recently. I was sitting in a room with 10 business owners We were talking assessments, and they knew that that's my business, assessments, and that I'm certified in all kinds of different assessments. Two of the people in that room are my clients. The discussion turned to the value of assessments versus the cost of assessments. So this is when one of my clients actually spoke up and said the following, the only time this year we made a hire without using Steve's assessments, it came back to bite us in the, and you will let you fill in the blank there. We started to compare the cost of assessments, which are anything from a few hundred dollars to maybe a thousand dollars or a little bit more, to the cost of a bad hire. And if you've ever made a bad hire, there is so much cost. It's not just having to do the whole thing over again, the time, the money, the resources, everything that goes into that. It's the wear and tear on people and others that have to pick up the, the slack work that, that we thought we had somebody hired for. There's so much cost to turnover. Okay, so the conversation continues. Then he, he asked the rest of the owners, How many people have made a bad hire in the last 12 months? I thought I would see about 50% of their hands raised, about 5 out of the 10. I was surprised. I saw every hand in that room go up. 10 out of 10 owners had made a bad hire, or someone in their organization did, in the last 12 months. This is when another of my clients spoke up. Remember, I have two assessment clients in, in that group of 10 owners. He spoke up and said, well, let me tell you, there is a bright side to this. On the bright side, Steve worked with one of our leaders and using his assessments and his process was able to save that leader for us. This is someone who has been with us almost 15 years. Now, I don't share this story to boast about myself or my company or my process or my assessments or or any of that that's not the point of the story I share the story to express how important it is to utilize the tools that are available to you to make the very best decisions and the very best investments because think about it if you're hiring if you're developing people You're making investments. If you're doing that for yourself, you're making an investment in yourself and you need to get the very best information, insights that you can to do that. And again, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life, better data leads to better insight, more clarity, and likely better decisions and actions more consistently. Now let's talk about what can competency measures do for you. And I'm going to use the word good competency measures. Let me define what I mean by good. I utilize highly validated assessments that have proven to be effective in measuring what they say they're going to measure. But I go beyond that. I want to make sure that the tool that I'm using brings real value and has practical applications. So I test them myself. Even though they're validated, I test them to see, do they bring real value? Do they have practical applications and of course it has to have accurate measures now that's how I assess assessments here's another key indicator that you can consider if you're thinking about using assessments for yourself or for somebody else one key indicator of a good assessment does it have a certification process where someone must go through an extensive certification to be able to give that assessment to other people. Why is that important? Anybody can go through an assessment certification. Most people won't because it's a real investment of time and money. It's expensive to do that. But the reason you go through a certification process is so you can guide other people in what that assessment is actually telling them. So many assessments that don't have a certification process. You could go online. You can get a personality test for free on the internet. You can get EQ tests for free. You can get just about anything you want for free on the internet. And it's worth every penny you're paying for. And I mean that. It isn't worth making your decisions on something that you have no idea how valid it is, how practical it is, and is it going to bring you real value in the long run? You're investing in yourself. You're investing in other people. Make sure that you protect that investment with with someone that can help you identify and walk you and guide you through a true practical, validated assessment process. Okay, enough of the commercial. Move on. What can we do with good competency measures? Number one, we can create a personal or professional development plan with practical goals and action steps. Two, we can enhance very specific skills or skill sets. Three, we can help teams become higher performing teams. Number four, we can actually give leaders a look at how they're showing up to lead other people and help them create a pathway for success by developing them in their leadership skills, their leadership competencies. We can build a team with complementary strengths using these kinds of assessments. We can increase satisfaction and joy in life build new skills, enhance communication and collaboration, improve thinking and reasoning skills, improve the hiring process and hiring success, improve performance, increase profitability. Honestly, the list is just about endless. So what do we do with this? Here's three things you can do, whether you're thinking about competencies in your personal life, your professional life, maybe you're a leader or you own an organization and you're trying to figure out how do we develop our people? How do we retain our people? Here's some key things you can do because you are making investments in somebody, whether it's yourself or others, you want to make that the best investment you can. And here's three things to do. Number one, think of areas in your life or maybe other people's lives or their work where you would like to be more competent or you would like to see them more competent. So let's just stick with you for a minute. Think about areas in your life you want to be more competent. Number two, think about how that would impact your life. That's going to give you the motivation to move forward. Number three, explore ways you can get the measures and the help you need to grow those competencies. You know, I have a phrase that I use when talking with people about personal or professional development. Here's what I say. I can guide you, but you are the one who will have to do the work to get where you want to go. So is that going to be hard work? Maybe. But consider the satisfaction of knowing you invested in yourself or maybe in others to become the best you can be and then ask yourself, what can I do now? What can I accomplish next? Because that confidence you get from building your own competence in many different areas is going to give you the confidence, the success, that feeling of achievement and accomplishment that's gonna motivate you to take it to the next level. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.